This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते आई होप यू ऑल हैड अ वंडरफुल दशहरा दुर्गो पूजो एंड वट एवर इट्स कॉल्ड इन अदर पार्ट्स ऑफ द कंट्री वेल दैट डे हैड अ परेड बाय द आर एस एस विच वॉज लाइव टेलीकास्ट ऑन मोस्ट न्यूज चैनल वी शेल डिस्कस दैट बट बिफोर दैट आई वुड एज यूजल लाइक टू आस्क यू टू सब्सक्राइब टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम वट एवर प्लेटफॉर्म यू लिसन टू स्पॉडकास्ट come to our website newslaundry.com we have several podcasts articles opinion pieces and videos and we don't take advertising because we believe when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served so please do come to newslaundry and subscribe and help to pay to keep news free because unless you do news will die one more appeal you will be thrilled and maybe surprised to know because i know i was surprised to learn that two of our podcasts have been shortlisted in the for the asia podcast awards now the asia podcast awards has two categories one is the education category where believe it or not let's talk about has been nominated and the other category is asia's best podcast where believe it or not awful and awesome has been shortlisted so while we are recovering from that shocking surprise and up dear hafta has been left out but that's because they don't have a news category i think they want to remain you know non controversial so do log on to asia podcast awards dot com i repeat log on to asia podcast awards dot com and click on the best podcast category and you know vote for awful and awesome and in the other category which is the education category vote for let's talk about so with that appeal i will hand over to manisha who is going to oh let me introduce the panel first and then because i've just had my pupils dilated i had an eye test check up so i still can't read anything so she'll be reading out the mails and stuff But today on the panel we have Manisha Pandey. Hello. Madhut Rehan who's back after two week hiatus. Hi. We have our latest addition to the team News Laundry. We have Mehraj who has been earlier with Scroll India today and cause I can't read he will introduce where else he has been. Uh Indian Express and Catch News. I see and you've been in as a journalist for how long? Uh, about uh, about 10 11 years. So welcome Mehraj to News Laundry and Thank your you. first hafta. I'm glad to be I, here. I hope you enjoy it. Try to get a word in because otherwise <laughs> I don't stop talking. I, so I will so. I will try. Okay, you will try. And Anand Vardhan, our regular opinion writer. Hi Anand, welcome Hi. back. Um so Manisha why don't you start off with what all dominated the news and then we shall get into the hafta. Yes, uh, Mohan Bhagwat's speech on the Shara made a lot of news. It was telecast live across private television channels and DD. He basically said that lynching is a Western construct which is used to defame India. So that bit of his uh, statement really made a lot of news. Um, he said that basically there's no Indian context to lynching and it's something that's part of other religious texts. Um, after that, Rafael uh, India got its first fighter jet from France and Rajnath Singh. received it he uh, conducted a shastra puja put a little om on the aircraft and uh, there were images of little nimboos on the tire and that also generated some controversy it was definitely prime time news for some reason because uh, uh, i think also th- that uh, the video of modi went viral because modi was ma- making fun many years ago of some chief minister i don't know who he was maybe he was taking a dig at mamta or maybe he was taking a ticket uh, he was taking at- a dig at siddaramaiah if i'm not mistaken because during the karnataka elections in one of the rallies there was a person i think something was being chidkoing on him and that became yeah. a bit of so he was taking a dig at another chief minister and he said wo nimbu lagate hain mirchi lagate hain maine kaha aise logon ke aise logon ko diya desh tab to desh ka whatever beda gargojaga type 
and of Haan. course people juxtapose <laughs> that with Rajnath yeah. Singh doing the Nimbu Mirchi on Rafal hmm. uh, Rajnath Singh uh, shot back at all his detractors and said this is our faith and uh, there's nothing to be ashamed in doing the Shastra Puja and life gives you Nimbus yeah <laughs> do Shastra Puja no but there's a the problem with that is he's the defense minister of India the defense minister of the socialist secular republic of India hmm. so yeah you can yeah. do it to your like own private jet but i don't think it's appropriate <laughs> to do it to the this thing hmm kejriwal was supposed to be visiting denmark for a climate summit he's been refused um by the ministry of external affairs they cited uh, they said that basically he will not be even political clearance and according to one uh, quote uh, by the external affairs minister uh, it's said that he's basically not a mayor so he doesn't have the it's a conference of mayors of 100 cities of asia so since he's not a mayor he can't attend it and anyway, he's addressing them via satellite yeah. video call yeah on, on and and briefing them on the turnaround of delhi's air pollution and stuff yeah. election time is back again haryana and maharashtra set to go to polls and i think it's perhaps the most um insipid. boring insipid elections ever like i think there's like nothing election happening. like hmm. there's no opposition i guess but anyway speeches are making some news amit shah said that every illegal immigrant chunchunke will be thrown out of the country and the next time they come to uh, seek votes in 2024 they would have gotten rid of every single intruder from the country so has any journalist so far asked him where will you send them like when he said hum inko nikal denge kahan bhejenge kaun lega the bangladesh prime minister they are like nahi nahi aapko darne ki zarurat nahi hai so i don't know where bay of bengal i think they plan to just send hmm. every the building camps so well yeah hmm um shiv sena which has zero presence in haryana has given a poll ticket to uh, someone who is accused of attacking uh, jnu's umar khalid and attacking with i mean was shot at umar khalid last year what's his name navin dalal navin dalal yes yeah. so yeah. in fact he had said that it is my gift to the nation outside constitution club those of you may remember there was this two men ra- ran away hmm. when there was apparently an attempt on umar khalid Uh, the gun fell out of their hand or something so not only is he dangerous he's also clumsy yeah so that's <laughs> so he basically he's right up shifts in azali <laughs> and uh, bjp also gave a ticket to a tiktok uh, video star sonali fogat and she uh, made a kind of speech then she went back on it cuz she in her yeah, speech said like that yeah she like basically threatened her own so somebody commented like earlier politicians would come and be humble at least during votes and say please vote the order she literally dhamkaoed them and said you go to pakistan if you don't vote for me and then let's say sorry <laughs> you don't have to go to pakistan you don't vote so uh, an fir was filed against 49 writers and filmmakers who had appealed to prime minister modi to stop the mob lynchings uh, this fir was squashed timely and now there's going to be a counter fir against the person who filed the fir but now he's done something else right miraj yeah he's gone to the court saying that this was done under political pressure so you should charge them all over again so the man who had filed a complaint against the 49 people was charged by the police now he's done a counter complaint, complaint in the magistrate, the magistrate saying magistrate that he's being and some politician has said that we haven't done it javadkar javadkar basically said that it tukre tukre gang is to be blamed for all these rumors being spread about the center and we had nothing to do with that fascinating another kind of stuff that makes news in our country <laughs> um bihar yeah so the closure there's a closure report in the case and uh, are Uh, also made news earlier in the week where the supreme court finally stepped in and said that no need to cut trees and 
the civic authorities uh, basically the municipal corporation said but we've already cut whatever what we wanted, wanted to <laughs> so they cut on friday saturday basically they went uh, on a i think they cut some 1000 yeah 1000 odd trees mm. they arrested detained about 29 people who were later released activists who were protesting against them mm. and now the case is going to be heard sometime in october around october 21st right I don't know for what reason because it's they've practically done what they wanted to do. Aditya Thakre, while he was vociferously tweeting against it, didn't show up for any of the protests. Um, and but the committee that approved these trees being cut had people from the NCP, that had people from the Shiv Sena, had people from the BJP. Mm-hmm. It was across party lines. Yeah. But I think Uddhav Thakre's rhetoric on this. And I mean, Shiv Sena runs BMC, so. Yeah, but he said if you vote us back into, if you vote us into power, the people who cut are they will be punished. So I, he was pretty directly taking on the BJP. But I they think are this in is, power right now, like with BJP. Uh, no, I think he meant Chief Minister because they're also making sounds that I had promised Bala Sahib that we will make Shiv Sena so anyway, I, I don't think that's a possibility. But uh, JNK is in news, or I mean, as it has been for the past 60 days. National conference leaders uh, meet Farooq and Umar Abdullah uh, two months into their detention. There was also news of POK protesters being stopped from marching towards the line of control against to protest against the scrapping of special status but I think you were saying that this is a bit of a yeah, exaggerated just, yeah, report yeah, yeah, because it's like some people organized by the liberation front the mm. POK chapter so they are trying to march and they have anyway told them we'll, we'll only allow you until Chakoti which is like 3 kilometers from the LOC so the cameras wouldn't have got them anyway no, so no. then they said Kya there's only it's a handful of people from what I heard from back there so oh, I see. you're from Kashmir I am from Kashmir Where? so I have some uh, it's a place called uh, Rafiabad it's in Baramla district mm-hmm. so about 15-16 uh, kilometers from Baramla but I have some relatives on the other side. So mm-hmm. I was speaking to them and they said it's nothing. It's How's connectivity on the other side? Connectivity is fine if you call on like WhatsApp and stuff. Okay. But other, this becomes very problematic if you call on the phone. Regular phones. Yeah. I see. Hmm. Uh, GNK governor also rolled back the tourist advisory uh, warning against travel to Kashmir. So tourists can now go to Kashmir. So now everyone's booking up, and I'm then, sure. But they'll have to leave their phones at home, I suppose. It can be a little bit like a Vipassana in Kashmir because you'll be completely out of touch. So you can just go there, meditate. Hmm. Might not find anything to eat also because <laughs> there are no hotels working. Yeah. Shaila Rashid announced her decision to quit electoral politics. That was easy come, easy go. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it's also how she's worded electoral. That means she won't contest election, but she's yeah. staying here on the party. She hasn't quit the party. So. No, no, not the party. Just so the I, th- I mean, yeah, yeah I... I really don't know what that means. I just think it means that you don't have... I mean, it's too early to fight elections, I guess. Yeah, and I think mm. with the political leadership opposition being detained, her point was that it's it's not going to be mm. fair, the coming elections. So, um, Chinese Premier Xi Jinping is here to meet Prime Minister Modi on the 11th and 12th. He's in Chennai. It's the dominating news all of today. Uh, there were really disturbing images of school children wearing Xi masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with their little plates. Um, China, uh, of course, Kashmir is going to make a little bit of news and China said that uh, stat- standard line that India and Pakistan should resolve dispute. Hmm. Uh, White House, in world news, White House has said that it will not cooperate with impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump. And Syria, uh, the Turkish, uh, um, Donald Trump turning his back on the Kurds and saying we're turning our back because they didn't help us in Normandy <laughs> made a bit of news. <laughs> Is that what he said? He said they didn't help us in Second World War during Normandy. The Kurds weren't there. Is that what so he said? He said it. 
Okay, you know, he just keeps changing <laughs> what he's saying. Basically, context. I thought that the was Kurds just insane. Were helping the US fight ISIS. Yeah, for almost uh, three years, they lost about eleven hundred of their fighters. They really like, I think, took on ISIS. And and win. now that the US is withdrawing its troops, Turkey is moving in and bombing them. And why Turkey is bombing them is because Kurds. I mean, there are about I think thirty million of them spread across Syria, Turkey, Iraq, and Iran, and they want their own nation. And and Turkey believes that these Kurds are. in contact with the kurds in turkey who they consider yeah. terrorists so the buffer between the turkey army you know annihilating these kurds was the us army and now that the us army is gone yeah uh, it's um, yeah but but this is hardly the thing that trump this week trump completely went <laughs> off the rockers like that thing in my unmatched and immense wisdom yeah. like what yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. he signed off a tweet was beyond the pale <laughs> i have not seen a worse tweet than that In my unmatched wisdom, how do you say that unselfconsciously? He's amazing, and he signed it off saying, "Well, I'm president." <laughs> yeah, that's another one. There was another tweet he signed it off saying, "Well, I'm president." He was basically trashing Fox News, but yeah, I think yeah, he's, that is also something. Yeah, Fox News level, is no which is just so if even Fox News has come out with this poll that 51 percent of Americans do want him impeached. impeached. Mm. He's got a problem, of course, and he's sounding more and more hysterical. But um, hmm. let's start off with the Sarah Day. Yes, um, Madhu, Mon did you, did you watch? Did you watch the Sarah television? You were not in town, so I guess you didn't. No, I wasn't in the country. Yes, you I were in, in Maldives. A, I was in a no news, no shoes place. So you were not allowed shoes or connectivity there. So it was like Vipassana. It was wonderful. I see. Do you get edgy when you're in a place where you can't see the phone, you can't no, see TV, no, nothing? No, not at all. It's like you think you will, mm. but your mind is so distracted with, or so absorbed with, the natural surroundings, of just fresh air, clean air, and doing really natural things like we used to do before the world of internet. Mm-hmm. It's quite remarkably wonderful. I must try it sometime. That the longest I've been disconnected is I don't know, five seven hours. That's as long as five seven hours disconnected with from your phone and internet. Yeah, Just yeah. I so I asked you, know the place. Hmm. I said, do you think Nixon is still president? I mean, no news, no <laughs> shoes. What is the story here? <laughs> You're like that. You're like that guy who was fighting in Vietnam, <laughs> even after the U.S. <laughs> he didn't know the war was over. Uh, so what did this guy say? He says, "No, I keep going now." No, and he then. just laughed. I said, "You know, there's a some limit. You have to know what's going on." Hmm. He said, "No, that much I keep in touch, but still." <laughs> Any, anyway, so the Sarah, uh, there was the live telecast of uh, these. Big medan of uh, men who were not exactly commando shape doing PT with danda, and it was getting live coverage. And on th- in one window there was this PT happening, and in the other window <laughs> their marching were... is the funniest. Yeah, it's such incoordinated marching they do. You know, I don't <laughs> fucking believe it. Yeah, like don't show that. They should actually tell because these channels never get listen to them. They say Bhagwat Ji per camera lagta hai, unki isme dekha parade mein dekhana. Because if agar koi RSS se darta ho. और परेड देख ले से यार ये तो क्या ये क्या करेंगे अरे इनका तो छोड़ो इट्स लाइक मंकीज विद क्लब्स या नो बट आई आई थिंक व्हाट डिस्टर्ब्स मी इज व्हेन आई सी दोस कोरियन एंड चाइनीज सोल्जर्स मार्चिंग लाइक अ मशीन मैन या एंड देन आई थिंक दैट आ गाइस नो ऑन ऑन रिपब्लिक दे आर आर दिस इज वेरी वेल परफेक्ट द फोर्सेस ऑफ कोर्स आर नो आर फोर्सेस आर परफेक्ट इन दैट बट इवन देन व्हेन आई सी दोस इट इज जस्ट वेरी इंटिमिडेटिंग हम्म Yeah, the, the 
the coordination there is amazing but i just thought mohan bhagwat's speech it's i think slowly slowly but like trump has moved what is normal and what is acceptable like we make fun of trump but he's moved it way this way i mean the discourse yeah. the discourse is like now as long as you don't say let's grab this one by the pussy that's good that's good enough you, i mean it's a very low bar i think with the kind of speeches that one shows in prime time and they are kind of endorsed in some sense whether there's this his lynching comment the normal has moved way into the like so what is the hindi word for lynching there isn't peet, apparently peet ke maar dena I mean, that's, that's just <laughs> describing somebody being beaten. Yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah, I don't. Is I don't know if there's one word for lynching. They must have invented one. After it came into discourse, they must have invented uh, someone word. But I don't. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> but uh, but I just Hindi newspaper. So what did you think of Bhagwat's speech? Bhagwat's speech. Um, I mean, say I just read bits of it in the newspapers. I didn't watch it. So means he said lot of things. Mm. So, It's a long speech. Uh, a lot of things, but which particular thing which we need to talk about? About his lynching or, or whatever anything you else? Thought whatever you thought remarkable. was remarkable mm. of what you read. Mm. No, see, lynching. I, I have I have written also, and I have said that what he said maybe because of the lack of gift of articulation that he he may have. he uh, he was saying uh, see lynching is a subset of a larger means problem of mob justice in india mm. so uh, his his context was it is not something that has emerged uh, just uh, it is something over the last 2 or 4 years so we are essentially a retributive society so and because of the low compliance of rules and low confidence in law enforcing agencies lynching happens because of child lifting rumors lynching happens because of lot of other regions and in lot of things that like say bihar is witnessing four five lynching deaths daily in the last 2 3 months all of them are because of some rumor or some say petty confrontations uh, so uh, i think i agree to a point that uh, it's uh, um, the uh, the communal uh, context given to lynching is a bit exaggerated hmm you what do you think miraj of his speech don't think that is actually accurate because hmm. lynching this no, i'm not saying about his speech i what i'm saying is that Generally, this okay. things comes uh, recycling in a recycling order in the news cycle hmm. lynching lynching means uh, we, i think we have discussed it five or six times uh, hmm. anyway, in the case of bhagwat speech at, i mean i just thought it was yeah, a what, uninformed uh, and ignorant yeah, huh? what hmm. he said basically is it hap- it is in the other religious books yeah, which he was saying is like it's not in the hindu mm. sort of canon or hindu society mm. that's not accurate like dalits have been suffering this for like last 2000 sure. years mm. so well what happened to abhimanyu was a lynching yeah but, i mean <laughs> abhimanyu why because he was surrounded by men who laughed and bashed him to death arjun san abhimanyu okay but that's okay that's no even otherwise i mean context. like the manu smriti is basically a guide to lynching <laughs> so that but another thing uh, more than the lynching part one thing just went under the radar in his speech mm. so which was about the eco- economy so he said uh, we are having a lot of discussion about growth and everything but we have a uh, 5% gdp rate right now 
and one can show concern about it but there's no need to discuss it yeah no. i, I, I think if we discuss it it like all the business people and traders they might start believing it and then it'll get worse and all mm. that, which self, is like a crazy thing to say yeah yeah so he, if somebody is in business or trade he'll know what is happening with the economy you don't need to tell them <laughs> but that don't talk about it loudly yeah. that's much not yeah i just thought it was a remarkably idiotic speech and the fact that this man is sitting at the head of an organization that has given us i think what 13 chief ministers are rss dudes uh, right mm. now out of all of them quite a few over a dozen at least uh, is deeply worrying and uh, you know I, i don't know whether people who kind of endorse this government notice the sameness of their utterance and the up utterance uh, if you remember when the whole jan lokpal movement anti corruption movement was happening sibyl uh, used to say regularly chidambaram used to agree and manmohan said once that all this you keep saying corruption it gives india bad name internationally mm. so you should talk about, about a foreign hand yeah, we always say this foreign is, hand is, is, you're giving us a bad name internationally same thing these guys say don't talk about it it gives us a bad name internationally same thing trump says don't report on what you're giving us a bad name internationally every you know dude who wants to control power and what i find fascinating is that people who were endorsing the up at that time somehow find it amazing that these guys are saying this and the people who were crying horse that look at the kind of shitty excuses the up is coming up with are perfectly acceptable are perfectly okay accepting their shitty excuses i mean you have to be tone deaf not to see your own ridiculous you know inconsistency on this i i just but i think that's the world we live in hmm. yeah i found that him so two things on the lynching bit him saying that this is part of other religious texts is very bizarre thing to say because lynchings across countries and nations i don't think it's ever originated from a religious text there are interpretations of religion that lead people to lynching for example you know you're uh, given like kodas and whatever the taliban would like whiplash you mm. into whatever because you've stolen or whatever or in the context of india there are punishments prescribed you know if a dalit person hears a gayatri mantra or whatever stuff like that so the religion there's no religious him saying that it's part of hinting that it's part of other religious texts is bizarre because i don't think any religious text has lynching well, as a part expected. it's only expected i mean it's yeah lynchings are motivated by religion race color class just anger yeah you're really yeah. frustrated and angry you just take it on someone there are various motivations to it ranging from religion to class to caste when uh, a mob goes after a person they believe has raped a child or whatever exactly that's all right so that's how do you categorize that it's uh, social anger it's not yeah. religious certainly you know i don't understand this m- sort of categorization of and it. i it's for one m- was a bit disappointed because over the past like past few of his public speeches been, mohan bhagwat has yeah. been kind of balanced he's you know on kashmir he said you must talk to foreign media don't shun them i think he made that point then they expunged those you know words from bunch of thoughts they took off those yeah, that was so the biggest was, reform the rss has carried out it seemed like he was making he was trying to be balanced and large hearted and saying that okay let's not you know let's just get to know us better and we're not don't paint us as the evil that you guys are painting us to. so i thought this speech was really strange from everything that he's been doing over the past one year hmm. uh, i so found that a bit i think that's part of a pattern because the rss whole ideology is that we have to create a hindu rashtra whatever we have to do for it change our views do this and that like they were talking about south asia at one time now they are pro market hmm. those kinds of things so their only agenda one aim single aim is that 
and he Hindu said that Rashtra. again this time also that it's yeah. a, a which he said that yeah, Hindu Rashtra Hindu. doesn't mean that you Beyond, minorities yeah, will yeah. be but this whole, in a bad I mean this anyways I just think it's more but the but, but the thing that concerned me more was just how television channels take it up give it wall to wall coverage Mm. Uh, like it is you know republic day and the prime minister is yeah. me making a speech so that was unfortunate but i guess that is the new age we live in so before we move on to the next subject can i please remind everybody we are available on all podcast platforms we are available on soundcloud on itunes on stitcher on castbox please give us a high rating or write a review a favorable review it helps other people discover us and when other people discover us they could subscribe to newslaundry.com and then we could grow so do whatever podcast platform you're on review us or give us a rating that would help us grow what we have next manisha what has happened this week the next big event was well rafael and the shastra puja which was a non kind of well, a, yeah it was yeah. great coverage I, Actually, all forces do do that. Even in the army, every every unit has like a ist devi or a or a hmm. basically a, a deva a devi yeah. or a devta of the unit, and it's kind of like a cultural thing. I mean, cultural religious thing that traditional thing that people do. I don't think this is the first time a shastra puja has happened, but I think. Um, well, taking a well, take it is, but yeah, you're right. When they go on an assault, I mean, I've shot to the forces. We did that twenty six episode series. Um, they all have a, a devi or a devta of that. Of, yeah, of every unit has unit. like their own. And then they do that. They have their war cry and they do that. And it's not really religious. It's just this, you know, joshing up before battle that they yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's there. But yeah, I, even I don't think it was a big deal. I just think that you know, when now the thing is, everyone is running in front of cameras. Like huh. dude, when we launch the the media rumble, we photo nariyal ya. When we launch any show, we bloody photo nariyal. और एक तो आर्यो में एक बार नारियल नारियल फोड़ा था मेरी उंगली नीचे आ गई थी Basically, if we so should we do all positive, positive news? Madhu? Are we too, uh, as in not as in us 
but generally the media too critical media of modi the media too critical of modi or and nothing positive gets reported you know i always believe that journalism has to do a, a critic yeah that's our uh that's our usp not usp as much as like obviously it's the old thing that we don't report planes landing safely we report a plane crash. crash obviously but i think with the uh, kind of so called journalism that is now surrounding us which to me is no longer journalism but complete propaganda on all sides uh from right right wing and left and everything I am actually reassessing that statement that we only we should only report plane crashes or negative news. I think now the time has come we have to reassess journalism again and take a look at how uh, there are other kinds of stories to be reported other than just politics, other than just uh, all the negative stuff that's happening. I think there is the time is ripe for a new kind of journalism where uh which could be categorized in many ways maybe social journalism uh, social in terms of social impact impact the kind of, and there's no shortage of stories of people doing amazing work in small towns and villages and everything and i think the time has come actually not just giving doing like oh we've got to do a positive spin but i think that real journalism we have to go back to real journalism such as the time in the 70s for example before the emergency in the 60s and 70s where people went out to villages and actually did reports and yeah, actually many know, of those happened but yeah the overwhelming the, the legwork is gone the legwork is gone in doing stories like the bhagalpur blindings and all that required legwork you go out there the 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 uh, i'm not saying only positive stories but the real stories of trafficking of all these kind of things okay these are clichés now by now doing that but i think we it there has come a time that we really have to reassess how we do what kind of journalism should we be doing anand what is your view on this letter or his question rather no i think uh... a media or uh, anything any platform where information is a casualty that should be avoided so i think journalism and media if they take this default position that they are going to be anti establishment or draw some kind of romantic vision of their profession out of that or uh, or draw some kind of uh, say power by being pro establishment now i think information is establishment neutral so whatever brings you more information should be preferred whether suppose you are going against the government and you don't tell your readers and viewers that there is a policy which may benefit them mm-hmm. and you don't discuss it there are there are some constituents of a policy which may be benef- beneficial for the people and just because you are anti establishment so then information is a casualty there right so uh, and and so goes for the pro in, in, uh, establishment media also where you are not critical enough of the deficiencies in a policy hmm. so 
uh, I think uh, information should be the priority. Proventy is not it. Second, I don't think that there is lack of legwork. I think there uh, there are too many people in media now uh, who are going uh, ready to do any kind of legwork to survive. So uh, I uh, no, so where so on television do you see any stories being done? Prime no. time, not not, not TV. Yeah, TV. I think the model is different. I, I I don't think that is because of lack of willingness of people to do work, but because of the editorial leadership or the agenda they have. Or the model, yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah Basically, whatever the reason so is, is not being done. Yeah, 80% yes. of the revenue comes on the two and a half hours shouting yeah, match so in the point the is, is it's not mm. being done. Journalism is not being done. Stories are not being done. Mm. It's just that when there's a crisis, when, you know, three people have been killed or there's something, that, but the r- stories of in-depth stories of going and investigating a story fully, I'm sorry, I disagree with you. It's not mm. being done. Okay. So, second thing, just a, a bit mm. about that uh, puja, uh, Sastra puja mm. thing. So, you see, in public sector undertakings also, there is a Viskarma Puja, which is essentially a Puja of machinery yeah. or anything that helps you in perform, uh, doing technical stuff. People worship vehicles also on this. And in public sector and undertakings like bail or sale, Mm. Uh, so or uh, so um, these pujas are performed it's an extension of that only and see this is also an artificial uh, division taking the european model of secularism and applying to and applying that protocol to a nation of believers Hmm. So uh, these fault lines emerge from that. This kind of uh, kind of silly season debate. Uh, if if you see, I I think a uh, lot of values in the constitutional uh, say the what is called constitutional patriotism is a bit uh, um, say artificial in Indian context since it has been imposed from the above. But just a bit of information for listeners that if you get an original copy of the Constitution of India, it has a lot of paintings of Hindu gods and goddesses. Mm. If you see original copy of Constitution, in the margins, it has a lot of paintings and it was perhaps done by Nanlad Bush. So, it is not to say that uh, uh, this is the religion here. This is the only religion here. But this is what we have inherited from thousands of years. And that that's why the constitution makers put it there. They, they commissioned its paintings. Mm. So, uh, and a lot of, there is a lot of other steps. So, it, uh, I, I think it is all, these things also are extension of that only. Miraj? So Good uh, news, bad news, any news? Yeah, so what Madhu said about it all being political reporting right now, which is true, and it's not even political reporting in that sense. It's just like basically this minister said this today, this one said this today, this one said this, and then in the opinion columns you have punditry. It's not mm-hmm. even like that. Basically, uh, tweet ko leke news banata. Yeah, and there's, there's, no, no leg work. there's no insight as such. And this other thing that government programs are not like being publicized and all media is not the government's publicist. They have a department for that. Mm. And information, yes, information, that is the primary goal, but also the truth. Mm-hmm. So information can also be used to misinform like we have seen for the last five, six years. That's what has been happening. Fudge data and like misleading yeah. data and stuff. That is part of it. And like she said, that is the bread and butter of journalism. You go into the field, you get the stories, good stories of ordinary people. Right. That is what it's all about. Hmm. 
I quite agree with Anand in terms of I think purely if you look at very basic fundamental job or even service that we provide to the public, it's information and I think clarity on an issue. I think that's what most people want. And if that clarity makes someone look good or bad, that's not something that should be our problem. But the more clarity you can bring into an issue, I think the more service you can do as a reader. And especially for schemes. And in this, I'm reminded of uh, 2019 elections where there was no talk of the schemes up till the BJP won. And then suddenly every paper was talking about how the schemes were working. So for sure, we missed that story there that there were these some schemes that were working that benefited. And there was, even if it was not working, there was hope for it to work in the next four years because people could see that, okay, it's worked for four of our neighbors or that, you know, some makans have been made across the village. So it'll happen to us. So that kind of reporting, I do think, without Although, saying positive, negative, I, I think, look, look there is one thing, merit there's, in... There's a difference. Some A story develops, okay? A family is killed or lynching takes place or stones being thrown on a Durga procession from a mosque. All these are stories that, have, that happen and you follow and re- you don't follow, you just report it, okay? That's it. Tell me an example of recent times where a journalist has gone in to the same area and stayed there for a week, two weeks, three weeks and analyzed the whole story, brought out the whole story. Wall Street Journal does it. New York Times does it. In India, that's the shame. You see their reports of detailed reporting where a guy is sitting there maybe with a translator and and spending time and money and doing the story thoroughly inside out. Those kind of investigative stories are today non-existent. Yeah, but Madhu... Indian Express does it sometimes. Yeah, but the majority... The reason why Manisha and Anand are basically saying what they are is because, I'm sorry to say, this generation has forgotten and have not known the surrounding of those kind of stories. They are so used to now, report but that's not what journalism is. Journalism is is going behind the incident and finding out what really happened. But, but when I, I think, say clarity, I mean that kind of... No, but I think clarity is an just, issue will come from vigorous... Yeah, but it needs time and, and money. All right, I'll give you yeah. an example. that There was a time where I had sent reporters into Assam, all right? And some incident had taken place. They covered this story. And I sent a message back to them, speaking to them on a landline phone. Stay there until you find... In, you have to get interviews with the underground of outfit at that time. Underground outfit. Make contact with them. Stay there. They stayed there one week, two weeks. They still hadn't. I said, stay there. And I sent another guy to physically carry videotapes, extra videotapes. Finally, they did get them. Now, who has the time, patience, and the money to even do that to exactly. think about it today? The money being the you most know, important so part. So your expectations have become so low on a story that just a certain amount of clarity is enough. Manisha, it isn't. That's not journalism. But Madhur, clarity is but not. But I mean clarity in a very just, deep way. Okay. Like for me, clarity is okay. a deep word. No, but, but, right, now, deep clarity. but, but, but just, what I'm saying is to go and hunt down a story, to hunt it down, that is non-existent. To go and look for a terrorist who's reputed to be in a certain area and hang out there and wait and look and make contacts, that's non-existent. But that is journalism. But I'll tell you the reason for that, Madhu. So two first, let me weigh in on what you know Sai said. I don't think any you know one thing is. Defines journalism or not. I think that the beauty is, as Mohan Bhagwat would say, it's like Hinduism and you can interpret however they they want. Listen, I say that also. Journalism is a way of life. But I think it's it's a a little like 
writing comedy it has to be unexpected and surprising Th- those are key elements in the sense like you said 10 planes landed safely is not news the one that crashed it's unexpected similarly something positive can be unexpected someone without arms and legs you know changed a village or, or one election and you know you beat the odds so when you beat the odds now what is expected of the government what is expected is that it does its job properly without corruption when they fuck up you report it now if they're fucking up every day you report it fucking every day the thing is reporting the unexpected now that unexpected can be good or bad which is also comedy writing your line has to be unexpected if the listener knows what's going to come then it's not funny so journalism is can be positive or negative it has to have information as we accurate but it has to be unexpected and if governance is what is expected and you're not getting governance it is your job to report it yeah and in can india i think a lot more and, and just oh, sorry second thing about what you said about the resources madhu you know when you did news track and i remember working there and at that time we had a pretty handsome lunch budget even if you went out for a shitty story you were allowed to have lunch for four people i know for a fact today their budget cannot we could have momos drinks then we would even have gulab jamun later and we still hadn't exhausted our budget we used to get 50 bucks in the 90s <gasps> Okay, each. So much. And you could, and one Momo plate was twelve rupees. Fifty so, is a lot, you know, yeah. It is a lot of money. <laughs> you know, we used to they shoot. Worked. You should see but, how they worked. But Madhu, they had no working hours. They used to work all night. But yeah, people used to sleep under the editing yeah, table. Yeah, I remember. I tell them I used to go on Sunday you, and used to go back home on Thursday. You people have no idea what work is about. So I, I, but I'm the, sorry. But the point is, Madhu, <laughs> I'm sounding like time, an old fogey. <laughs> but at that time, you and maybe one more person was the only gig in town. So whether it was Raymond's, whether it was Vimal, whether it was Tata. Anyone want to ad- remember the news track tapes? It was fucking forty yards before that. I was there was nowhere else to advertise. Yeah, so the resources available, we could shoot fourteen tapes for one story. Today, if any of these reporters goes and shoots fourteen tapes for one story, I will deduct it from their salary. It's a fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when we started, when we started news track, we had no ads at all, and I used to get calls from Bombay. that you know get some other people to do the voice overs and accents are so desi you can't have that they were not used to hearing anything the way we were doing it they weren't used to the kind of stories we did so they were like not getting ads because people were not used to the product there was a long time but before we started used to it once they got used to it now what i want to bring up in, in the difficulty of doing stories also in this atmosphere now on the modi and the Ch- uh, chinese premier's uh, summit there was a story that came out in times of india mm-hmm. from chennai yeah, yeah, in yeah. which they said not modi but china picked mahabs they written in the headline mahabs a summit in mahabaleshwar uh, yeah mahabalipuram uh, now call it now it's called uh, mamalapuram hmm. all right uh, earlier called mahabalipuram mahabalipuram so there was a story on how china picked that as the summit venue and why they picked it it was almost like a a poke in the eye to india hmm. all right so I see this on Twitter. Now I can't read it properly, so and, and the whole story is not there. So I Google it and go on Times of India to down. find the story hmm. so that I can read it properly. And what do I get? The article has been deleted. This article has been removed as it contained inaccurate slash insufficient information. All right. Hmm. So this is what they, they that article was removed because it was not showing the government in a in a good light as hmm. they think. But Then what do we have? What I see as a complete plant, <laughs> which is business standard. Me, hmm. there's a story on Modi Chi Summit. The story behind Mamala Puram's Chinese connection, and this plant is clearly written by someone in the government. 
to my mind i'm guessing hmm. admittedly but to me it looks like a press a press, press release a, a, a press, not a release so much as a briefing a, a spin it's a real p it's a government spin on why india chose this venue and how they've taken ownership on why they chose it and the chinese connection to that area hmm. the whole history of from the time of 9th century ad and the connection with china since then and the chinese travelers who went through there and all that and given a chinese trip not twist a, a positive twist to this government hmm. now what why is this important this is important because when you do a story which does not please the powers how quickly it gets taken off yeah, of and how quickly the plant comes in to replace it it mm. shows what this what the what journalism is living with today that is is scary hmm anand aap kuch kehna chahte the what unexpected nature of journalism comedy oh unexpected nature uh, it uh, means interesting now uh, many media houses may have a very borrowed sense of what is interesting hmm. and many may invent it so that's why we have different kinds of now coming to madhu's point uh, see um, now uh, there there is also a very old generation of journalists who keep on say lamenting that uh, how the standards have fallen and they bask in the reflected glory of uh, standards with which they have, had nothing to do means they they were the big crowd of the mediocres in their time also hmm. so and they will say that oh, how the standards have fallen but uh, uh, there may be some bright people then who did good work mm. but majority of them were mediocre then also mm. like they are now now mediocre so standards have fallen so in overall the, average remains the same yeah, as over, over over generation yes so uh, what is now uh, what has happened is because of the diversification of media and expansion uh that mediocrity is covered by uh, say larger spread because uh, there are too many media houses especially after the uh, advent of the digital media now and if there is a story there is a good chance of it like some small media outlet will carry it say if madhu says that that, that um, the government put pressure on mm. uh, to remove that story that is an story itself mm. and someone will report it have we reported it we probably we put up a little so, short saying that it's been mm. pulled down but not so, why uh, i think these checks and balances have emerged uh, because maybe because of the advent of digital media because it is more convenient to start a media house now sure. uh, so maybe man these these are the tools uh, media and journalism are now living with tools and they are not fully aware of what uh, uh, they mean, can do with that i get what you're saying no, on the loss understanding here hmm. i never said that media or journalist standards have fallen i never used that no, phrase I, I, i would never use that phrase this is like i agree some old fogey saying hum school jate the samundar tair ke jate the tum log to bus mein jate ho you are hmm. very you living in a luxury i'm not saying that hmm. i'm not saying that standards have fallen what i am saying is the nature of journalism has changed what is journalism that changed? what is journalism that people are satisfied with mediocrity of having just reported a fact and then past opinions ke this was a a bjp family that was murdered so therefore it is communal it goes into also. another spin yeah. what i'm saying is it's not not that standards have fallen i'm not saying that 
definitely. What I am saying is the nature, not the quality, the nature of journalism on how we view a story, on how it should be done, how it should be examined, how it should be investigated. Those investigations are missing. We just take the superficial fact and fly with it in okay, different directions. Then let me say what That's you're not. Then let me say that what you're not saying because I will hazard and then Mehraj and Manisha, please come. Mehraj, the first half they're gonna have to get in kicking and screaming, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you won't get a chance. Especially with me and Madhu are both here today. So uh, one thing. I repeat, it's a function of budget. I remember when I used to make TV shows, um, you know, and, and I'm talking about making shows for Discovery and National Geographic. They'd call us and they'd say, okay, now this is a show we want made. They'd show us the, the US version that they want made here. I, I know that the budget of that show is $2 million an episode. It has 12 writers. Here, I was expected to direct it and write it and make 40,000 rupees. Like, it is, I was saying, you want me to make Mughal Azam, but you want to give me the budget for, you know, whatever Ram Gopal Verma made with 40 lakhs. So, it's a function of budget. That is one thing. I mean, if you, if you first calculate the number of people on, say, a, a talk show at night at 9 o'clock, mm. uh, each person is given between five to 10,000 rupees. Mm. All right? Pakistanis get more. Ah. And you have 12 people on there. Okay, yeah. you have 12 people over there. Mm. So, you're spending that amount of money on the thing. Mm. And every day of the week, you're doing that. Yeah. Supposing you did one day of the week of that mm. and you gave the same amount of money to one reporter to go for three days to a story to investigate and do it properly. But you won't get two hours of programming. Uh, we've done I, the economics on that. The economics is just getting 10 people in a studio and shouting at each other. One reporter going on ground will get you a 5, 8, maybe 10 minutes story. Don't call it journalism. But not no. It's not journalism. Yeah, you're right. It's talk show. But mm -hmm. the point of the mediocrity, while I understand at a general level that I remember this is a letter that had been written to me once when I performed very badly for my sister's friends that he says, you have performed most miserably in your exams. In fact, I have that letter. I should read it sometime. It's very entertaining. Abhinandan Sekri, with you performing so miserably, the world can suffer. Don't be flattered that the world will suffer. But the thing is that if you do so badly, you will become stupid and then only stupid women will meet you and then you will, you're, when you procreate, they will all be stupid children. What? Don't what? be flattered that you will add to anything, the average will remain the same, but you will be contributing to the anyway, that is the point he was, was making. Was that your teacher? Right? No, no, he was this okay. dude who... <laughs> like what a brutal teacher. So, so but, but the point is, I understand the average... That's why Doscos are the way they are. I, I, I understand the average point that Sadistic. you're talking about. My point is not no, only no, no, average. For, but I'm taking a different one, the average. But Madhu, I, what I will say is, standards of professionals have fallen. And I will tell you, I was 20 years old when I joined News Track. Even at 21, I had more brains than Gaurav Sabanth. Okay? He has been given a prime time slot. What I'm saying is, Alpana, Ranjana, Manoj, Sabrina, uh, Nutan, you know, all these journalists, like Vikram, who was a prime time CEO of NDTV, was one of the mediocres of Newstrack. Let's be clear. He wasn't the rock star of Newstrack. In Newstrack, the kind of people who I was dealing with, they were, if I was 20 at that time, they must have been between the age of 28 and maybe 40. They were, Nobody was 40. Okay, they were all, they were really young. If I compare, you tell me, you, any of these primetime, you know, runts who are around, put one of those people, are you saying they're the same caliber? Fucking not even close. These guys are, no, I don't I'll know if it's like to call I, them retards. No, no. I mean, the kind of I shit think, that they put, it's ridiculous. No, I think that I disagree kind of intellect, in that. Our I researchers were, were better read than today's primetime no, actors. I, dis I disagree, with, even our cameramen were better read actually. Hmm. But, I disagree with that on one issue that it's not just you're, you're qualifying it with just brains. I don't think it was brains. It was more 
that what is demanded of that person also mm -hmm. that listen i need this information for this story and i want this story done with all this with all these elements so when a person is and frankly there were arguments but there were not the arguments like there's no need to do this story or you give a story and it's never done this is what i've experienced today that the story is not it was like if there's no story i'm if she's told me to go look for it i will go look for it so there was a doggedness and a drive but there was a caliber in the people is what i'm talking about no, i don't I think, think i mean i think, think it has from pushing gone. also i'm not saying that i was only pushing but i'm saying that it comes from the goal that it comes from if the anchor person is given the goal that listen you go on camera and you get four people and you question the different sides that's what he'll do because that's the goal but if a different goal is given to the reporter which and is said trps that listen yeah that trps so, so the model but is what i'm saying is that if the goal is given to the reporter that listen i want the inside story of this inside story the person no matter how medio mediocre they are they push to do it yeah but i anyway i mean, i'd like i'd like anand i'd ha huh, your point is basically newsroom leaders right if navika is going to be the highest like she's the newsroom leader what journalism is she going yeah, to push I, I, for at times now i'm just saying now? that even at that time i Nothing. don't want to name too many people but pretty much everybody heading a channel right now i've worked with because that time there was news rack was only gig in town you know and some of them are really good milind was my immediate boss when i quit who's now at bbc he was heading abp deepak chaurasia my good friend has been my colleague deepang has been my colleague sanjay pogalia uh, and anand i'll let you give deepang has I'll been have, your colleague yeah. he went to town with that uh, up mla sex tape oh, with the he? humping arrow oh did he go with that the humping arrow that was his crack arrow? report oh, really i haven't <laughs> seen this what i'm saying is you know all the people i worked with are heading some newsroom or the other but even the average person back then and i was the murli shreni i was like the go get tea for us kind of person even paradigm but, is no, no, but that's but, what i'm but getting so even so, so anand i'm just saying that the average is also not the same the average journalist back then was better read than gaurav savant who has a prime time slot today i disagree i think if gaurav savant was put in a team like that and was told listen this is the story you have to go after he would do it but today he's not been given that format the format he's been given is go in front of a studio audience and and question three people that's it so if your format is now this has become the paradigm of journalism ke just logon ko aise hi karo to what i'm saying is i'm not lamenting the quality or the lack of i'm just saying that this is no that instead of taking journalism forward we have gone backwards and, so, and so i yeah, think sorry, investigative just, journalism so, has to make a comeback so it, yeah it's mm -hmm. not just an there is some mediocrity has crept in obviously because you expand so much so the that winnowing out yeah it yeah. doesn't happen but it's also an institutional failure not just an individual exactly, failure exactly that's what i'm saying so if you go to all these people who for example kashmir shows this most starkly if you go back to newspapers and even tv channels and see how they reported kashmir like say 10 15 years ago this and how the same people are reporting it now now they're just lying like to your uh, face back then they did at least some good work Hmm. So it is, yeah. Their individual failing also, but it's also the institutional failing because they're supposed to do this. If they don't, they won't maybe have a job or that, like they okay, won't be in the position. Anand, the last word on this, unless Manish, you have something to say. No, no, no. no. Okay. Anand can no, have the last uh, word. 
see uh, there are a lot of uh, we have i think uh, we have a platform which exposes uh, the deficiencies with today's journalism mm. so so it would be recycling the same stuff there there is a lot of mediocrity now also and uh, we are sufferers of that we suffer that day in and day out but uh, what i'm saying is that uh, till as uh, the time we were talking about the media didn't have so much presence so and also it was in sheer numbers uh, it was very yes, small yes and uh, um, it was uh, since it was uh, uh, the corporatization of media had not uh, happened and it had not become a middle class job aspiration so only the very very driven ones or who could uh, who had facility with language or some some or some drive for journalism also they joined it now in uh, after the corporatization of media it is it was seen just like another job say like an mba job you do journalism course and intermediate so saying the, the so motivation of people joining has changed it's changed and you have but the same thing that uh, if the career uh, if it's a question of career that that person will do for because middle class people value ca- career more than anything else mm. so if they are given that uh, that's why i say that it, it is not that people are not willing to do leg work they they will do it when the incentives oh, have to be the model has yeah, changed yeah, so the yeah, paradigm has changed yeah, so the paradigm has changed that's all and i and i must say that in news track i hired although it was an english medium program uh, i hired a lot of as you know hmm. hindi speaking journalists who didn't couldn't write in english and but i found but they were crack reporters they were the ones who would get the stories i'm sorry the dosco guys would just faff around <laughs> please rather than faff around I, no you didn't I, so m- yeah mera mera job but uh, i'm saying of that ilk that ilk the st- real stories i found i did hire a lot of hindi belt reporters and told them you do the story you bring it i'll see the tapes and i will write the script and it used to happen that way and those were people not coming from fancy schools of a fancy backgrounds it was people coming from lower lower middle class families living in small little beds living the lives where we were reporting yeah, yeah. Right. so you know one th- i just want to say uh, that uh, we you know like a single out gorav savant because he came to mind because of that stupid show of his but we love you you're not the only bad one you're just like others and sorry we just took your name so kind and, and no, you got it in for poor gorav no, but but, no, but he, we just he yeah, so i just want to talk about that show he did but i also want to talk about two other ghastly stories one the kerala story of this woman josie yeah. something who was the most good girl of her church and it emerges that she killed six people right from an like a toddler to her former father-in-law and uh, the second is this just i mean it's it's sick in bengal this man who's an rss worker his pregnant wife and 6 year old child killed and i mean the the video was tweeted by sambit yeah, patra had a serious was... problem with how it was spun and i think that's that's really vile of the hindu right and they do it so often and i'm surprised they don't get called out more often maybe i'll write an opinion piece on that if i have the time but i want to talk about gorav's show right now where he had this crpf woman saying jhanda gaad denge whatever kanhaiya ke scene mein and said india first india first they go i salute side don't mark time please whatever you know his wanna be commando aspirations he does by doing this kind of circus in his studio now i tweeted this out today you know when i was shooting the show called jai hind we were shooting at ima 
एट द एंड इट सो हैपन दैट यू नो हाउ टू इट शॉर्ट द परेड इन द मॉर्निंग एवर रात को उनकी एक डिबेट हो रही थी सो द डिबेट वॉज शुड द आर्मी अलाउ वुमेन इन कॉम्बैट रोल्स इन द आर्मी सो नॉ कडेट्स आई गेस बिटवीन द एजेस ऑफ वट एटीन एंड ट्वेंटी फोर आई गेस दैट्स द रेंज दैट कडेट्स आर सो आई एम जस्ट गिव सम ऑफ द एग्जाम्पल्स ऑफ द डिबेट दैट इज Now this is the, against the motion. This guy said, "Oh, and if we have women, then they will say, 'Oh, I'm having a period. Oh, I'm in such a bad mood.'" <laughs> I was watching that and I was laughing and I was like, "Poor guy!" Like you know, we were rolling our cameras and rocking mirror and we were looking at each other and cracking up. And even the commandant's wives are sitting there and they were watching these young boys. I mean, the kind of the quality of arguments you would assume that these guys are some stone age. <laughs> and then the guys who, even who were you even some of the ones who actually wanted to for the motion the patriarchy was so deep they were saying how can we say no <laughs> when we are on the front <laughs> do we not need food what mummy a sandwich kon banayega so 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 some of the but the thing is i did not take that footage and fucking start airing it yeah it's a fucking debate of kids You know the I I mean what was God of Saman thinking? I'm sure I'm, he's at least past thirty. I'm guessing maybe he's pushing forty. I don't know. Like what kind of an idiot would put a debate like that? You know I wouldn't put that out. Yeah, it's a debate in an auditorium. We happened to be there with our cameras, and we had a good laugh and we fucked off. Yeah, that was that. I just say. we actually have a story upon this. So there were other people who spoke at the same debate mm. and very sensibly, very like. lucid arguments that wasn't shown anywhere yeah i think what was very scary about this incident is here's a debate competition she obviously said things she went overboard and the crpf itself distanced itself and said okay bahut zyada bol diya but the Lekin media the, but it's scary that the media is cheering her while the crpf doesn't and doesn't cheer people from an assam rifles office and you know how where assam rifles operates these are hmm. tough insurgency zones he's talking about human rights he's talking about the fact that how you know the forces have to sort of look at rights the fo- there's no point of national security if we can't secure the rights of our citizens and for a media organization to ignore that and cheer you know essentially a call to like uh, genocide it's yeah it's, it's very scary worried. i think I, what I is think scary is was... the media I think the attraction of airing it was the sensational part of it. It was just so sensational to see a CRPF officer talking like that so openly. It's unusual. She was dramatic and all, but it's unusual. It's you don't see a army officer talking in these Well, yeah, publicly. A, a because it's a debate so, you know, and the debate is annually organized to sort of foster Uh, a debate on human rights and sort of you know get conversations on that people can yeah. think and articulate so got a bit so yeah. uh, so one new cycle that i want to talk about is this entire uh, you know this rss murder in west bengal now i don't think it is anyone's case that the west bengal police is extremely by you know by part or what we call non partisan uh, the fact yeah, that yeah, the yeah. dg sat on dharna with <laughs> with, with mamta di is clear enough that it is as partisan or non partisan as the yogi ji's police now there was this case of a rss worker being killed and his wife and his child it was ghastly there was media professionals were saying you know giving it a communal spin whereas and they were saying you can't believe the police there of course while you can believe the police in up when you, yogi ji's police says something but you can't believe but that inconsistency aside there was no evidence to suggest it was a murder that was to do i mean as yet there isn't that was a communal or political in nature 
there was i mean they said they have um, when the people broke into the house there was someone inside the house and they have whatever the medical examination has emerged that these people were given something that they were unconscious and then they were suffocated or uh, you know strangled to death so the speculation that whoever was inside was known to them because only then that person would be able to mix whether it was a coke whether it was a relative so the evidence does not point to any communal anger but yet you know we are in, live in such partisan times that what i find you know the glee that he's talking about some news professionals have of oh look modi's failed so so what if that will sink our economy we will be very thrilled about it many people like patra the glee is dripping from that because this is not a t- they will not use this to say how sad one of our workers has died this is used to say why aren't you talking about why aren't you writing yeah, letters yeah, that's really really the 51 bad. people who wrote letters to the pm he has taunted them in this tweet this is the caliber mm, of really the hindu bad. right which is why they always have such a weak case it's not the same it is of course condemn it but in the same thing you're calling out people who wrote a letter about lynching and you're taunting them because this person and his the, child have died i mean how disgusting how vile bizarre thing i saw was one of them said that where are the me too feminists like what do they have to say about this uh, lady who was killed i think what's me too what to do with this and it was reported everything is where are they yeah, now yeah. Where, Every, like what is all reported like and, and and i i didn't do it because i just thought the images were so ghastly i didn't want to like get onto a thread on that tweet but i'd say you know as soon as someone defends the people who are murdering this i'm sure those 51 people will write because exactly. you sat in the studio and defended the lynchers i haven't seen anyone defend these murderers yet or if the police investigation is slow they're not catching the people who are accused or they're not like moving forward on it or acting slow anyway, on it so, so there's that, political that was my rant regarding this anyone yeah, else wants to step in before we move on to the very intriguing kerala murders <laughs> this i think Can is I? part of the larger problem of like hate is being normalized when you're talking about the crpf lady he only picked out that one and played that this guy last year there was a year before major gogoi in kashmir so he turned somebody into a human shield and they awarded him for that yeah so same thing is happening with amit shah saying well hindus we won't do anything buddhists jains sikhs everyone but muslims everyone everyone he doesn't say muslims but that's the yeah. hmm. implication hmm. Hmm. yeah i will say something but after discussing the K- kerala one i will tag both together I, i have something to say on yeah. okay so now uh, those of you who don't haven't followed this case you know the link is below um the news minute did a fascinating report on it so this woman for 14 years convinced her family that she is a lecturer or a post doctoral in some university she'd go every day and then she'd come back but she had no job there she conned her husband and the entire family for 14 years and over 14 years six people died her first husband's in-laws her second husband's first wife her first husband's first second wife and a child she was giving them poisoning and cyanide, cyanide she gave them and basically the bodies had to be exhumed because the latest death the police got suspicious ki everybody is dying after foaming in the mouth and then obviously some alert cop said let's and then she confessed and i think it is a fascinating story um i'm sure akshay kumar has already picked up the rights why yeah. she was doing just going to say she was doing her property and she also lo- wanted to stay with her lover right there was basically, an angle there it's, it's a beautiful house i saw the house it's a very prominent family <laughs> that she was married into aaj bangla acha tha yaar don't trivialize it everyone's judging me looking at so it's a it's a huge bungalow and it is apparently that family is one of the you know i guess in that village they are one of the old families they are formidable leaders of that district or village and she, it, she was doing it for that property 
and apparently she was she probably had some other love although i haven't really so explored that this is maternal that. property Oh, no, of her in-laws of, of the, her in-laws uh, so, I see. so if everybody died then she's the only one left to inherit it so th- that's why and ital i mean she was thinking like decades into the future she'd make a great yeah. ceo i think i was i have a confession i was very in awe of her mm-hmm. firstly 14 years like what commitment and consistency 14 saal se you're poisoning murdering like with unwavering you Please know explain your <laughs> or i was a serial killer i really like i mean So every time there's a woman killer, a murderer, or a serial killer, I feel really happy. Yeah, there's a part of me that feels wow. We're I feel like crimes is just dominated Mary too Madonna. much by men. Excuse me, one second. What? <laughs> it's just a sadist thing. I just, it's not sadist, but it's just this. I feel, feel I feel powerful. That women also. A woman empower. has murdered four people. It's just because there's like, so like Poulan. Because it's mostly like yeah. Poulan. Like Poulan Devi had actually it's inspired such, a whole generation. It's just dominated by men. This murdering. I know when I was or, when I was young. Thieving. I feel in Dehradun there was a magazine called Sapta Hai Hindustan. One second. Mm. Mother's like psycho Manisha. here. <laughs> Manisha. Don't I don't know us. if I want you in my <laughs> don't office. Don't stab us. <laughs> no, this causes me deep concern that if you think. power is got to do with that them. because women have been treated badly or have not had and uh, had power the same way men have and you think that this in some way empowers women to kill when and it makes women stronger by killing and now they're in power with men i think you need to seriously reexamine your brain no <laughs> no but there was a magazine called saptahik hindustan when phulan uh, uh, gave herself up You remember that? Do you remember Sapta? Yeah, Hindustan? we covered it. Sapta, you can. So it, it, it. there was this red band, and she was there. And I remember there was this, you know, Karanpur was the market, and there was a gully, and Sapta Hindustan was flying off the Madhadi Street. Sapta Hindustan, and that image, every woman, the help in our house who I knew, that image actually gave all of them a kick. Because I remember I think, that okay. image of Phulan Devi. I mean, we all knew what she'd done. No, But that's different because no, like, no, there's a different, ah. there's a different thing because this woman had been gang raped, all right, by high caste people, and Poolan Devi's story was completely different, all right. So you can't compare the two of a woman who's greedy for property Maybe and dumping on people and somebody getting high on it. But there oh, how no awesome, how her. awesome she is for killing people for property. That's really powerful. Poolan Devi was a different psychological story completely, all right. And even in that case, I remember having this. feeling that okay she hit back she hit back at these people who made her walk naked in the village raped her she and killed it, kids mother okay let me just so articulate it's not i gave it to my 14 hmm. 13 year old daughter at that time to read the book written by my friend the late mala sen hmm. the book and she read it and she says ma there are many women who are raped but they don't react like this she was a serial killer so this child had a different perspective from what i felt when i felt that look she did she taught them a lesson and that was good so but i think that you're going across i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying evil women fascinate me because evil is usually a male dom it's personified fine, by men fascination is one thing so i f- no, when but i see an evil woman of this fascination level, is one wow. thing i understand that i do not understand wow the adjective of wow no, and i do not understand oh these are very difficult things to accept uh, that a woman a greedy woman killed people just to get property sorry okay uh, thing is that both in um, west bengal killings and this uh, killings by this women the common thread is that the storytelling there could also be personal so the personal 
things that led to killings in hmm. West Bengal. And here it was entirely a personal story. So people say in journalism, their, their sad fate is that, that ultimately what will affect them is other personal things. People suffer or rejoice personal things, not public things. But while contextualizing, like say, she was contextualizing a say a kind of feminist narrative of from the say an evil woman that uh, that is that can in a way also be an expression or kind of uh, an expression of strength or uh, say getting even at something mm. and the getting even at. Uh, at something that has been a male preserve. So that could be... Uh, but this, uh, there is an imperative to make, uh, to contextualize everything in public sphere. I Means uh, you have to draw a public narrative from personal stories. Hmm. Now, but great storytelling, like, like what Kolkata killings, could be a great story if only the personal bits would have been picked. Mm. and they they could have been narrated but uh, after being politicized by a particular political group now people wanted to see it in through a public prism and now the great merit of the story is gone it's gone yeah but yeah. i think that also is because it was bengal i think if this was in a state which is not kerala or bengal which has this rss versus a government thing that story could have emerged. I mean, but say, uh, say, some, uh, say some remote killings in, say, a state like Madhya Pradesh, Uttar yeah, Pradesh. Madhya Pradesh, or, UP, hota, uh, it Uttar, could have been a... Uttar Pradesh. Be, there also, yeah, after two, three days, you will find some kind of political spin given to her, say, run-of-the-mill killing. So, yeah. Mm. So, the, the, I think uh, people... Uh, the journalistic storytelling vastly underestimates the power of personal histories. Yeah, I think a well-written story, even if not yes. a political hacker. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there was yeah. uh, the the Express had that fantastic one about Duti's story and the way they wrote it. But let's have a couple of emails of our subscribers. We have to have subscribers' voices heard on the Hafta, yes. which is what makes the Hafta so special. So this is from Dheeraj. He says, Hi all, I was initially disappointed with Amit said that he could not find an essay material to understand climate change. But I, th- I then realized that he can be forgiven since it's not necessary that he should know about IPCC, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. I know it because I did a degree in renewables and know something about it. But yes, Papi Pate took me to the darker side. So... Oil and gas is the darker side where he's at right now. That's another story for another day if you have an NL Sammelian in London. Attached is the latest report. He's attached it. Um, the next report is due in 2022. Do not dismiss it because R.K. Pachauri of the Me Too Infamy is part of it. Co-wrote it. Page 14 of the report, Regional Key Risks and Potential for Risk Reduction. This page tells you what are the potential risks for present, approximately 1.5 degree, 2 and 4 degree rise. Some context, when climate scientists say 1, 2 or 3 degree rise, their reference point is usually the year 1990 unless mentioned otherwise. The rest of the document gives you a good idea about climate change and other mitigation strategies. And he said, please pass this on to Amit Verma. We shall do that. And uh, he's also complained that the let's talk about on Kaveri is due and it's been a year. Anyway, ye tana nahi gaya. <laughs> we need to uh, that, yeah, that get that out be. quickly. Yeah. Um, we have another one on climate change. I'll quickly read that from a certain Mr. B. Mm. Uh, Bharat. 
He says the problem with climate reporting is indeed that of expertise. In general, we see very little science journalism in India. These There are hardly any star communicators from the field of physical, computational and biological sciences that reporters can invite and make their interviews interesting for all. In US, we routinely hear Art Kaplan, Bruce Green, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Sanjay Gupta, Atul Gak. Gawande, etc. on NPR and TV shows. And Indian media should have a dedicated science section. It's too politics and entertainment biased currently. Based, I think, human based. I see. So, okay, thank you, dear subscribers. We shall act, hopefully, on what you just mentioned. But yeah, we've discussed it and only a climate-related, let's talk about is long overdue and we really should do one. But mm. I just want to make sure we commission someone outside who can do a good job because... We're not going to be doing it every day. Uh, so let's, uh, you know, if you have any other desi news that you want to discuss, because I'm dying to discuss Trump. Because uh. what he's done this last two weeks has been fascinating. I mean, I, I'm blown away. But uh, before I get down to that, is there anything that dominated desi headlines no, that I we want to discuss? No, I think we pretty much captured all the headlines that were, that were made. Related to the emails is the, like, climate change hasn't become a big priority in India. And mm-hmm. even if you are trying to do something like this Kejriwal thing, right. so they didn't let them go because oh, yeah. of political reasons. He wasn't allowed to go to yeah, for a, a Denmark man. summit. Because those of you who are wondering why did he have to ask the centre, there's a rule that every the centre has to clear uh, any chief minister and in fact any minister. Yeah, they said he's not a mayor, it's a mayor's conference, which is like disingenuous because he has less powers than mayors elsewhere have mm. in the big cities. Yeah, and we don't have a mayor, na? so then send the next guy who can best represent Delhi. Yeah, so I no, yeah. I think the, the, the pettiness of AAP versus BJP has... Yeah, that by is by the way, there's been like lots of full-page ads by Kejriwal on how he's reduced pollution. Yeah, and Bijli also, the Bijli power. Bijli uh, is true, but pollution, I'm wondering. Though it has been, till now, it's been cleaner than last year, but that's because I think the Diwali, the the uh, burning, the stubble hasn't burning started. hasn't started No, yet, but so otherwise also, this was the cleanest Dasera in the last five years. And uh, I mean, I haven't come across such cleaner yeah, for this time of the year. In several years. I mean, I've been going jogging in the morning, which I would never ordinarily do. Yeah. It's it's lovely. In fact, we in, had almost 10 clear days of good yeah, yeah, we had uh, air good, quality. That was amazing. Which is but so rare. Diwali is coming that up. That was so. attributed to? Well, it's a combination of things. Um, Arvind Kejriwal says many of his steps have led to this. He has shut down those power plants. One on the way to DU also uh, now is shut. That is great. The power plants being shut. Is and uh, But also the... I, I think the farmers are being nicer. Uh, also, the rains continued till late. Hmm. So, the the crop burning hasn't started. Rain and wind speed also has been... We've had like good so wind It's a also. combination of many things which have been, it's been fortunate. But before we move on to Trump that I'm trying to discuss, Kashmir, you know, Shahila Rashid saying that I will not take part in electoral politics. And some um, leaders have been released in Kashmir who were detained. But the Abdullahs... Uh, that is Omar and Farooq are still in custody as is Mehbooba Mufti and several others and most of the others they have just released uh, three of them now what I find fascinating is they have been released on an undertaking that we will behave well we will cooperate we will not cause trouble is that even fucking legal what does that mean I mean how can you make someone sign such a bond and what what value does this bond have in court and what trouble are they supposed to cause because what does all it mean? the uh, their workers are in jail anyway what does it mean cause trouble? I, I don't understand how with a straight face journalists are saying that they have been released after signing the bond that they, they have promised to behave themselves and not cause trouble. I was like, what the fuck is this, man? It's, I mean, anyway, I just think 
Mr. Gogoi is going to be retiring soon. Uh, so he is going to keep kicking this can down the road on ruling on Article 370. Uh, of my understanding, and I was fortunate to have two diggages like Mr. Ram Jethmalani and Swami debate Article 370. To my understanding, it is illegal what has happened. To my understanding, no chief justice will have the guts to say that in the court of law. So now we are going to be in this limbo for life. And, you know, those who got suckered in that Kashmir has been solved wait a decade and then we will talk again. I think it's Supreme Court thing is it it'll like happen like the Aadhaar thing happened. So they kicked it down the road and then said, okay, it's happened. So now what are we, we going do to do? Yeah. It's too late. So, hmm. Yeah, privacy is a fundamental right, but fuck it now that it's been violated. It's been violated. <laughs> yeah, something like that they'll do. But yeah, I, I, Madhu, I wanted, I was dying to discuss Trump. Now, you know, many people say, why should we discuss Trump? Because that man fascinates me. For those of you who don't know, he is being, the Democrats are doing an, uh, a proceedings for the impeachment and they have subpoenaed some documents and they want some people from the White House and the external affairs, what do they say? State Department. State Department to testify. He has said, no, we will not give you any documents, we will not testify, I'm, I'm, I don't have to. This is a kangaroo court. So they're saying, no, you have to, that's the rule, you know. <laughs> so I was listening to the commentators, basically what Bush, uh, Bush will run. What Trump is doing is, He's pushing everything to the limit like Boris did. That, okay, challenge in the Supreme Court. Let the Supreme Court rule on it. Like, you break every rule. But, so, I think, you know, Bill Maher had predicted this a long time ago on his show. That even if this man loses, he'll refuse to vacate the White House. You'll actually physically, marshals have to go and get him out. Because he's just refusing to do stuff. He's saying, I will not comply, well, the, I will not do this. The, courts, the US court has ruled that he has to give his tax returns now. But he still hasn't. No. So that is one issue. Secondly, like his <laughs> phone calls are like you know to the to Aragon. Okay, yeah. you know, okay, we're removing the U.S. forces. Go at, go kill the Kurds. No, all that I'll finish your economy. He talks like a mob boss, man. He's <laughs> yeah. mad. Yeah. So you can't. I mean, he fact is that he's been living that life for so long. <laughs> that it's impossible for him to change his style of thinking. He's just not presidential in any form. His conversation with the Ukraine president and that press conference they held afterwards hmm. where somebody asked the question and the answer is so amazingly funny from the Ukraine president on whether he was threatened or not. Uh, it's so clear that this man ha is completely out of control and thinks that he can bully and... and uh, push people around but any way he imagine likes. The film made but on now him, I think it's reached the edge because uh, even Fox News' survey says that 51% of the American mm. population want him impeached. impeached yeah. So I think he... It, and But the problem is that... Not the problem, but the, it is a fact that impeachment is a very slow process in America. Yeah, but election have, would have come by the time. In fact, this he'll probably may gain from it because he'll stretch it out and then elections upon him. That's what I, like I read some of the people saying that's exactly what is going to happen. If it doesn't like uh, start think, fast, so he'll drag it on until the elections. I think it's for in terms of looking at it in capitalistic terms, uh, in capitalism in America... Uh, he's had the most best promotion for his business in many ways. His uh, daughter and son-in-law have made $72 million while in the White House. He, his brand has become... Yeah, I don't but know I mean, if I'd... it's okay, actually, if it's better, because that's debatable. Because mm. there's a hotel in um, downtown Soho in America, which was called Trump Towers, where the Japanese owned it, but they bought the brand to call it Soho Trump. 
and they aren't using it now and he became the president and people the the occupancy rate went so low hmm. that they've now changed the name to dominic in fact that's happening to one of the golf courses in the middle east also it was a trump yeah. this thing they've removed trump because yeah. it was really bad. so i don't know I, his tweets how his, does someone say in my unmatched wisdom how do you see that yeah i can't be, but you know uh, who had made the film on uh, bush dabia it was made by um, uh, oliver stone oliver right stone. Hmm. oliver stone made dabia yeah, yeah. i'm just thinking who you know the, the film on this guy will be the real film yeah he's such a or even the film on um, on cheney veep veep it's called right veep. what's it called mm. veep it's called veep or vp whatever veep, I, veep. I think th- that gives you it's such an interesting insight because he's such an interesting man i mean on one level he's so evil and another level he is so such a good family man and how his daughters and wife are such a priority for him um and i think that scene is a really powerful scene when he tells his when george bush calls him and says why don't you become my vice president and he says okay but don't expect me to uh, comment on same sex marriage because, because his my daughter is it's beautiful uh, yeah. and and the fact is is that's where i draw the line not my family sure so i just think you know but shows different aspects of them but i think with a film on trump will be too they good. make it actually factual the next generation who may not have read all the news or whatever will think that it's just a woody allen comedy that no president could be so crazy and they'd say it's too far fetched they should have made it more realistic mm. not realizing that <laughs> everything that is done is true the one yeah. thing interesting about trump though is i think is the first american president ever maybe uh, at least if you look at bill clinton george bush barack obama who has not led america to a war Yeah he's, he's pulled his troops back. Yeah and I think when he says like we you know his he words it really clumsily but he's like we've had too much war we keep fighting for other people it's none of our business that I just want to save our people. I think that does have a lot of resonance with the Americans who do feel that of course it's diplomatically foolish and you can't just pull out and you've allied and this is very complicated global politics but I, he's given a very simple sort of solution to all of this which I'm wondering how it works out electorally for him because there is a big sentiment in America that we keep you know losing our people for other people's wars sure i mean i, I and, you know his anti immigration policy also has a great resonance in america too so anyway i just think but uh, in the midst of all i mean it's a fascinating time because look at the way global leaders are talking so erdogan is getting all that pushback for attacking Kurd, um, the kurds and he's like if you say anything i'll release 3.6 million refugees into europe I'll open the gate and then you'll have to deal with them so shut up and <laughs> 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 who says that no but he can say that He can say that because he knows those guys don't want don't refugees, want and that's they the could biggest just say fear. Like the biggest fear for really Europe like is we don't want European liberal. They could just say, "Huh, let let them come," hmm. but they won't say that. Of so he has that, that this thing. No and the same the argument what you said about this it's a major argument on the American left right now that Trump didn't just come out of a vacuum. Sure. So this presidency is di- disregarding all rules and everything. It has been happening gradually from Bush to Obama to Clinton. Everybody they have basically. Obama launched seven wars without ever going to the Congress. So they're calling it the imperial presidency now. Bush did the same. Clinton did the same uh, with uh, giving technology to China and everybody. So they paved the way for this guy and to do what he's doing now. And his bombing the soap factory when Lewinsky scandal yeah. happened. In fact, we should call it the Bill Clinton scandal. I read an article saying we shouldn't call it the Lewinsky scandal. It was a Bill Clinton scandal. Exactly. Anyway, that's a joke. So um, yeah. So just three. Um, Three quick letters, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, one is from Smith Dixit, 
He says that you had a great discussion this week. I recall the part about Swachh Bharat where the panel rightly criticized the construction of toilets without adequate water and sanitation. I wish you could apply the same standards to your website and app. Don't do anything unless it is perfect or just at least acknowledge your unprofessionalism. I was locked out of the website until later this week so I couldn't hear the hafta until yesterday. Automated password reset doesn't work. Fix your shit. Okay Mr Deekshit I should very do good that. analogy will you <laughs> yeah sooner than you think hmm uh, suraj murli dharan says that he heard uh, me say in the last hafta that i was in hamburg so he said that if whenever you are in hamburg next time please let us know and uh, we'd urge more people it would be an honor to show you around the city so if madhu abhinandan or any one of us is in hamburg thank you so much murli when we are uh, in hamburg he says that i know. graduated from masters in mechatronics recently Since I was broke and looking for a job I couldn't get myself to subscribe so my friend Siddharth from Netherlands a subscriber for years wanted to give me a gift I had to choose between news laundry subscription or two saints book by Arun Shori and I chose NL haven't regretted since wow. keep up the good work hafta is an absolute so let's treat let's send in the books <laughs> oh yeah that'll yeah do thank you so much just so kind when when we see mails like this aankhon mein aansu aa jata hai thank you suraj and he wants us to, uh, he wants some coverage of his home state tamil nadu yeah right We have a story up today. Yeah, we, we have, have a story, story up today, up today Lad, and yeah. we're right. going to be uh, at least looking at what the media, how the media yes. is reporting on this current visit. That'll be interesting. Hmm. The media there. And you have another mail? No, that's okay. It. So uh, on that note, let's get recommendations and wind up. Unless anyone else has anything to say on what this on TV, Anand, Madhu, Meraj, Manisha, anyone? Okay. Recommendations, Madhu. What would you? I want? would recommend uh, this um, Netflix film series, Spy. It's based on a true story. I believe it's awesome. It is unbelievable, and what it shows is the commitment of the Israelis, the commitment of how they function. This, you know, what true patriotism really is, and I think it grows from the germ of, unless we do this, our country won't survive. And it's amazing that they are willing. Each one of them, I think. I'm sure they're dissenters, like everywhere. But it seems to me that their commitment to their country and willing to give their lives for it is just really awe-inspiring. And um, I know our soldiers have that commitment, but our people don't. Our mm. people don't. And in that, I've seen that. And once we were in Israel, and there was a girl in an army uniform, and one of my friends asked her that, "How much does the government pay you to be in the army?" and her answer was why should my government pay me to be in the army well, anyway there's compulsory conscription it's compulsory but i think the commitment that one sees hmm. it's it's based on a on a, a real factual story and it's a remarkable story really anand i'm also reading a lot of books but forget that okay the two recommendations first uh, oh one sorry to interrupt yes. uh, there's is a uh, indian express me uh, pratap bhanu mehta's uh, article yesterday yesterday mm. is really worth a read uh, about dissent and how this kind of sp- little bits of pockets of it will not ever work hmm. okay so two recommendations uh, first uh, is uh, a speech by sir jadunath sarkar that was published in 1948 in modern review it was a very influential journal then modern review so it is contextual because of uh, the origins of hindu refugee problem in bengal 
and uh, he compared it with the exodus of uh, French Huguenots. I don't know how to pronounce that; it's a French word. In um, the reign of Louis fourteen, so he says that uh, how the Bengali society should absorb it and become an oasis of civilization uh, amidst uh, the medieval ignorance. So. When we discuss uh, Hindu refugee problem with regard to NRC and other things, and something which to which uh, Shubhendras Gupta alluded to in his column in uh, last Sunday, so he says that we need to discuss it that it didn't come in a flush like the Punjab side where the migration came in one flush, mm. but it it was spread out in uh, uh, say in late 40s 50s 60s till 71 when bangladesh was created now it it was not that one fine morning uh, bangladesh or east bengal what was earlier was there what happened what led these people to leave the religious religious persecution so it's a good speech that uh, he mm. gave and it's very informative in terms of its historical context. Uh, second, it, since uh, you talked about Saptahik Hindustan, mm. so it, it, it was not, not uh, say, any other magazine, it was a very, I mean, Dharmyug uh, and Saptahik Hindustan in 70s, 80s was a very influential Hindi magazine. Yeah. And uh, it was, it had. Uh, um, apart from the news items, it had a lot of literary features also. Mm. And uh, I, I particularly, since you talked about it, remembered reading a series of essays by one of leading Hindi essays and uh, uh, writers, Hiranand um, Watson Agge, about his journeys um, in Europe and also in Asia. That is considered one of the best uh, pieces of travel or, uh, travel, uh, travel or written in modern Well, Google Indian, it and check it out. It's Indian repeat, who was it by? Uh, Agge. He is popularly known as Agge. Agge. Okay. And his journey through Europe? Europe and Asia. Also. Okay. Interesting. Miraj? So... Two recommendations. One is uh, everybody is talking about this uh, Netflix series called Unbelievable. Mm. Uh, it is okay. I mean, it's not great. It's about this serial rapist yeah. who was caught because of the tennis team. Again, based on true victims. story. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I would recommend you read the article it's based on. An Unbelievable Story of Rape by T. Christian Miller and Ken Armstrong. So it was originally published in ProPublica in the Marshall Project and it won a Pulitzer. That is how you report, how sensitively you can report on rape, how the the language of the article, the way it approaches the uh, victims, the survivors, and how it covers them. How sensitively? Because in India, we don't see that, especially when it's a, a reporting around rape, that sensitivity is missing. So that is one. Another is if you, we were talking about Donald Trump and all that. So if you want to know how this whole con American conservative movement, it came about, how it led to Trump, what came before it, how did it, because it had like progressive beginnings, so to say, mm. at one point of time. And so how it sort of gradually went all right wing, pro-market and everything. So there's this wonderful po podcast called Know Your Enemy. So the podcast is by Matthew Sitman and Sam Adler-Bell. It's called Know Your Enemy. 
I so see. to get an idea of how Trump came about, how he didn't come out of a vacuum, so this is where he should. All right, Manisha, what do you have for Since us? Since we complain so much about television journalism, I will suggest a television show because just to keep the hope alive. <laughs> so, uh, Zaka Jacob does a 9:20 show, uh, Brass Tacks. Uh, it's a simple, no debate format. It is just reporting. Though NDTV also has something like this, but I think Zaka uh, makes it way more interesting. He he's really like brought some life to news reading because he's he's not sitting on a desk. He's standing, talking about issues. He has graphs. He has lots of charts. He gives a lot of context. But it's just headlines and uh, news stories and a great mix of Indian and international news. So if you're in India, you can catch him at 9:20, and if you're abroad, then you can catch a show on YouTube. All right. Um, so before I give my recommendation, just want to remind all my listeners: do vote for one of our podcasts, "The Awful and Awesome," which has been nominated for the most awful category. Just joking; it's a nominated for the best Asian podcast category. And let's talk about which has been nominated for uh, in the education category. You can log on to asiapodcastawards.com. I repeat, asiapodcastawards.com, and vote for us. If you have any feedback to give us, write to us at contact at newslaundry.com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com. In the subject line, please write Hafta so it doesn't get mixed up with the other emails. And also check out all our other podcasts, Daily Dose, Reporters Our Orders, and of course, Awful and Awesome. And pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. Now, my recommendation is an episode, Supernova in the East, Part 2. It's a very long podcast. It's three and a half hours. It's by Dan Carlin. It's called Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And uh, this particular episode, this episode 63, I'm recommending, talks about, uh, you know, in the Second World War, there was something called the Battle of Nanking, which then I think it has some other name. And then one, I'm terrible with names, but uh, they talk about another episode where the US Marines kind of ravaged, raped and plundered this one village. And the commentary on each of these episodes is that the Chinese used to say that culturally we can never do what the Japanese do. You know, the way the Japanese behaved in the Second World. The Americans said we can never do what the Japanese do. And then they did that in Vietnam. You know, one society said we can never do what Hitler did. And then they did that a few years later. The so, Soviets in Germany. Yeah. So he he says that this is... And I just thought that I wanted to tag Mr. Bhagwat on this. That, you know, not only is what you're saying nonsense it's not original fucking everyone has said this in the past saying it's not part of our culture and have done exactly that like two weeks later so it's an interesting uh, podcast and it kind of makes you revisit history that you've forgotten that we are here having waded through such pools of blood and horror and it's a miracle that uh, we still kind of march towards a more civilized society and I do believe we do so I share Manisha's optimism Thank you, Madhu, Anand, Mehraj and Manisha. Thank you, listeners, Thank you. for listening Thank to us. Know. Remember, log on to newslaundry.com and subscribe because if you don't, news will die. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served. And I will leave you with this song. I wanted to leave you with this song last week when Modiji came from his international trip and all the BJP voters, oh, sorry, BJP workers are welcoming him and they had this. So it just brought back this song and I wish they had just played this song and danced to it. And everything would be fine.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.